I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito. We are so happy to have you here today. Um, I would say happy Monday. I always want to say happy Monday because that's when I think people listen to it, but you might be listening to it on a Wednesday or a Saturday. So whatever day it is, um, I hope it's sunny and beautiful and that you are enjoying um, I especially want to thank the sponsor of today's episode, who is my brother. He sponsored last week and this week, and uh, so I just want to say thank you to my sweet brother, Jari. He's always an awesome cheerleader of everything that we're doing, and he listens to The Remedy. Like I said last week, he always listens, especially if if Janice... I don't think he listens to the one-offs quite as much <laughs> He's like, oh, it's my sister. <laughs> it's not that and me. not that intriguing. <laughs> uh, but he loves him some Janet, so he will be listening to this one. So thank you so much to my brother um, for sponsoring this episode. And if you are interested in being a sponsor of the next remedy, we would so appreciate it. All you have to do is go to tovacito.com and click on the remedy and click on make a contribution. And any amount helps. Um, okay. I'm so happy and so excited to have Janice on today again. Um, Hi everybody. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> we're so happy to have you. This is like a highlight of Kevin and I's week to get to chat with you, Janice. Oh, that is, y'all must not have much else going on. We don't. We actually don't. <laughs> but <laughs> The quarantine is like the Janice series. <laughs> But even if we had a lot going on, you would still oh, be a highlight. Yes. That is oh, for that's sure. That's so nice. And I, I want to say something about your brother. May I? Yeah, of course. He is such a lovely man, Aww. and he's so his he he's so tender and 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 when I say lovely, I always think of someone who's full of love, and I he is just such a lovely man. He is, and it uh, it makes me so happy to think about the two of you having each other in your life because he really is special, and you're so special. And I know that you and I've talked some about your parents, and I know that they did a lot of things that were really right because the two of you are awesome. Oh, that's such a nice, or they did a whole bunch that was wrong and we only had each other. <laughs> <laughs> or a combination. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they did do a lot of things right. And, uh, I, I agree with you, Janice. And that's so sweet of you to say that he truly is so lovely. He is, he's my best friend in the whole world. And we we, I mean, we talk every day, usually more than once. And he's just, he is such a, you know, he's just such, he's, he's home to me. Isn't it funny well, that like somebody can bring you that feeling that no matter where well, you go? Yes. And it's wonderful. And, you know, that is such a blessing because mm -hmm. there is, you know, I mean, sibling rivalry, which we're going to talk about the family today, but 
is such a is so normal and it can be very annoying but it's really normal but the fact that you two feel that strongly about each other is such a blessing because there's just nothing like a blood relative mm -hmm. and if you can say your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad is your best friend it's truly unique as an adult, it's awesome. Well, thank you. He is. I mean, he he knows things he should not know. <laughs> he knows everything. I mean, he knows. And I Let's know everything. talk every about that today. <laughs> we would get a shitload of listeners if we talked about that today. <laughs> Our Maybe numbers one. <laughs> Our numbers would go way up if I revealed everything that my brother knows and everything I know about my brother. It'd be very scandalous. Uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> he knows. He knows about what you know, Janice. <laughs> well, and you know, it's kind of it's kind of a little bit of voyeurism. You know, I get I have a job that has a little bit of voyeurism in it, and totally. it's really interesting. And it is it is very fascinating when you get into the the nitty gritty of people's home lives and and their family and it it has an effect on people and it is very interesting. It is. I best job ever. I can't believe I actually get paid for doing it. <laughs> well, I you're really really good at it. Now thanks, Tova. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk uh, for just a couple of minutes, Janice, about what we have coming up. Um, oh, let's do. I'm so excited. Me too. Okay, so Janice and I, as many of you know, we um, we had a workshop a couple weeks ago, or a couple, actually months ago now, um, where we hosted uh, a group of women at Janice's home, and these women uh, submitted questions that we... Uh, that we read out loud anonymously and then answered in this three hour period. And it was kind of like a fireside chat. I mean, it was real open, honest. Uh, it was, I loved it. I absolutely I loved it too. Loved it. And amazing. I, and the feedback that we got was so, so positive. So we couldn't wait to do it again. And then Corona hit. Um, so we were going to do one for couples and then we were going to have another women's workshop in Frisco. Um, and we had a lot of interest in places like Birmingham and Houston and Austin and California. And, uh, so it, it was just disappointing because we had such a positive, positive experience. And then we kind of put it on hold and thought we can't do it. And then you and I got together and thought, wait, is there a way around this? Because of all of our strengths, you and I am not tech. Technology is probably my <laughs> least, <laughs> my least gifted oh. part of me. Um, and but with a little bit of help outside of us, I think we figured out a way to do it. So why don't you tell everybody what what our plan is? Well, what we're going to do on May 2nd. From, we decided 10, right, Tova? 10 yep. to 12? Yep, 10 to 12. We are going to have a Zoom webinar. And what uh, what that's going to look like is pretty much the same format that we did when we had everybody at my house. Is people, when they register, they will, they will submit questions if they have some. And then what Tova and I will do is answer your questions. So the thing that is so really great about this 
from my perspective and if, if I were a listener or a participant would be so great is that we're not talking about just what you or I want to talk about. We're talking about what you guys want to talk about. Yep. And the whole, our goal is to have the environment and have it feel like you guys are sitting in my living room or that we're sitting outside at a park bench all together and, and that we can feel one another's energy because we all are going through so much of the same stuff and our family systems and all that is so applicable to people really across the country. And so this way we'll extend it to people all over. I talked with my daughter in Australia and told her about it. And she said, I've already talked to some of my friends in Australia. So hopefully we'll have people in Australia and then across the United States. So fun. That's the best. I mean, at first I was so bummed, but then when we started talking about this, I thought, wait a minute, if we have the ability to reach people all over. I mean, we have listeners in Canada. We have listeners in Mexico. We have listeners in Australia, in London. And so if we have the ability to reach people all over the world to call in and be a part of this, I was like, wait, this might be like even better than a local workshop that limits how many people and where we have it and who can participate. So I am... So excited about it. Um, I'm so excited too. And what will happen is when people sign up, they will, um, and they pay. It is, there is a fee involved. It's not as expensive as our, the one as our house, at my house was. But then we will, about 15 minutes before the, the actual webinar, we will send out a link. Mm-hmm. And all you do is click on that link. And then you will, your picture will come up and we we're, we're going to hopefully have the ability to where if somebody has a follow-up question, we can do that. So that like maybe Kevin, when he's filming this or recording it or whatever, I don't get the audio recording of it. Then, then if he sees a question, then he can throw that back out. So I think it's going to be really, really fun, and it will be so easy for people to do. You can do it in your car. You can do it if you're sitting in your bathtub, in your kitchen, wherever wherever works for you. Yep. I, I'm really excited about it. So Me too. Call, and, and Kevin will be a huge part of helping us with it. He's going to be managing all Very the excited. questions coming in and all of that. So it, the cost is $75, which when we were thinking about how much do we charge for this, I mean— we know finances are an issue, um, and and yet we think this is really, really valuable. So at this point, I think it's a great price um, and really affordable because um, we want as many people to be a part of it as possible. So it's going to be $75. Um, I will put information on my Instagram on how to register, but all you have to do is go to betheremedies.com. Janice and I have a brand new website. It's beautiful. I'm so excited. I know. Our our her daughter, Blair, who's so talented and so beautiful in so many ways, uh, she created this awesome website. So if you go to be the remedies dot com, you can sign up there. And when you sign up, you can submit your question uh, and questions, whatever you'd like for us to address during uh, the webinar, and then um, and and then we'll follow up with all the information you need to to get on the Zoom call. So um, we're really excited about it. May second, it's a it's a Friday, right? 
Isn't that a Friday? No, that's a Saturday. Oh, Saturday. We decided Saturday. That's right. Yeah. Um, so that moms whose husbands are home can help with the kiddos. Um, so it's 10 to 12 and we can't wait. It's going to be really fun. And it is, it is, I'm going to reinforce this if you don't mind, Tova. It's no. Be the Remedies. So Tova's website is Be the Remedy and this is Be the Remedies, plural. And we yep. uh, could not get a, we couldn't get the website. Yeah, her podcast is Be the Remedy, but the, uh, we couldn't get the website Be the Remedy because somebody had it and they wouldn't sell it to us for less than major bucks. <laughs> Yeah, we're just not going to. We're not that big time, but we will be. And when we are, we're coming for you. Yeah, we are. (laughs) We're coming for you. Okay, so so sign up today. Uh, The good news is spots are not limited, but uh, the more people that participate, I think the more fun it's going to be. So tell your friends, get your, get, um, and it's just, this is just for girls. This is just going to be a girl's. Uh, only, um, we might do a couple's one in the future, but, uh, for today, um, this is just going to be a women only and, uh, we can't wait. So grab your girlfriends, grab your sister, get your mom and, (laughs) and register today. Um, okay. So today Janice and I, um, we, uh, we mentioned last week on our, uh, and I, I, can I just say, I loved, um, our, our podcast last week. I listened to it yesterday on my walk and <laughs> it's kind of funny and I'm, I sound like a little braggy right now, but I, when I was walking yesterday and listening to her, and it's, it's because I'm listening to you. I mean, I just feel like you have, I ask the questions and you give all the wisdom, but God, you um, are, it was so good. I just, oh, I learned good. so much from our conversations and I'm the one doing it, but I'm like, God, that's good. Well, it is fun to listen back to them because mm-hmm. we we sometimes um, what I say is what I need to hear. Yes, and and so I think that's one of the real positive things about this is we put out some information, and a lot of people seem to like it, and then we we reap the benefits profoundly. Totally, uh, when we listen to it, and I get to listen to Tobo in a different with different ears when mm-hmm. I'm listening to it mm-hmm. and on my walk or something. And it really is, it's fun to listen back to. And, and we appreciate having, well, I feel extremely blessed to have the opportunity to do this with Tova and I'm flattered greatly that people like to listen. Oh, I, I mean, the feedback is always really good, but you know, it was, it was really good for me to be reminded, uh, it was really profound for me to be reminded, especially right now, the difference between happiness and joy. And, you know, yeah. it, it was really good because so many things that used to bring me such happiness, I can't do. You know, I, I can't yeah. be with friends. I can't go to yoga. I can't sit, you know, sit on a patio and and uh, have, enjoy a beautiful glass of wine on a pretty day. And I mean, just like simple things that you really miss out. And so remembering that joy still can exist even though the things that make me happy I mean even shopping like I'm so sick of my clothes 
right now. And <laughs> you know how you just used to run out and get a new top because, you know, you're kind of sick of your clothes and you, all you had to do is buy one shirt and you felt like you had a whole new wardrobe. Yeah. I can't, we can't even do that. So right. it's like little things that make you happy that have make me happy. I can't do, but yet joy joy can still exist and well isn't it interesting too that what the things that we're not able to do now that we took for granted like having dinner with friends or or going out and buying a shirt or things like that that we miss that and so when we reminisce about that we go into gratitude mm -hmm. from a from a missing perspective and then that gratitude turns into joy so even the mm. absence of the things that brought us happiness and the yearning and the memories around that will help to fuel that that joy body within our souls that's really because good, we yearn Janice. for it so it's cool it's I never all, thought it's all about purposeful. that yeah never thought about it that way but that's really fabulous i love that thanks for saying that good you're welcome. Um, so we talked about last week that maybe this week we would spend a little bit of time talking about family, uh, family dynamics, whether it's um, and, and even just relationships, but marriage right now, parent child relationships. Are, I mean, it's just this is a different I mean, this, we're we are experiencing our family I am I am experiencing my family and my relationship in a way that I never have before. I mean, right. <laughs> even just having my kids sitting around. I mean, my kids are always there. Yeah. Always. Oh, there you are again. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's Anna Prynne, Carter and George again. <laughs> I, what's really funny is I left today. I rode my bike here. I left here at 1240. Janice, uh -huh. my kids were still asleep. I love it. <laughs> I mean, still asleep. It's unbelievable. So the, it's just a weird, weird time. So I know that you're still seeing uh, clients and I'm still uh, meeting with people. And so I would love to hear from your perspective, like people who have been struggling with family or their spouse or their children. What are some of the things that you are hearing? What's some of the feedback you're hearing with families? Well, the, well, first of all, I want to make, I am not seeing people unless it's on FaceTime. No, <laughs> I'm me not too. meeting people yeah. face to face, yeah. but I do, I, I do phone sessions in FaceTime. Yep. But what, what I've experienced a lot of is that the, there's, there are a lot of dynamics that are going on. You have husbands who are home and are not usually at home. You've got kids that are at home and they're not usually at home. And some people have uh, elderly parents who are living with them who don't normally do that. Or somebody, I had talked to someone today who had gotten her mother out of a nursing home and so she is at home. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of heaviness of, not really heaviness as much as it's just weighted, mm -hmm. W-E-I-G-H-T-E-D. Mm -hmm. There's a heavy weight because there's more to do. I mean, mm -hmm. even just Tom and I being home every day, 
the gro just the groceries. So yeah. there, and then that's a stressor because we gotta we gotta put on gear, mm -hmm. gloves and a mask, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, to go do that. And so it it can be really joyful, but it can also be really, really stressful. Mm -hmm. And so I think that what I've, I've really heard a lot from people is I need to do something for me and I don't know what to do. Mm. And, I feel you that. Know, so, yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's one thing that, that I think is really important that, that as women, and if you're the, the, the primary cook, housekeeper, grocery store shopping, parent, mm -hmm. it, with other people around, and they're around all the time, you do need to make some time for yourself because it's depleting. Mm -hmm. it, it can almost feel like you have leeches on your body because every time you turn around, somebody is wanting something for you to, wanting you to do something for them. Mm -hmm. And so taking out that time for you know, a good long walk or be in the bath or just lying on your bed watching recorded TV can be really replenishing. So that's that's important because there's a layer of stress that is in the environment as we've talked about already that it and it's also in our homes. Although in our homes are our safe haven and we're very grateful for that. But there's a lot of to do's within that that same space. And that can be stressful. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you, that, like, that's one of the first things you talked about, Janice, because I think that it's really difficult for a lot of women, especially to, to give themselves permission to go away and, uh -huh. and to take care of themselves. I mean, as a woman and as a mom, it does feel really selfish, but I do it often. It do, but I, I have to tell, remind myself that it's okay to go to my room and shut the door and say, hey, I'm going to be in my room reading for a little while. And, right. and I don't even, I, I, until you said that, I, I would not have known that that was me needing to recalibrate, you know, and kind of get because the truth is when this isn't happening, my kids wake up, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning and then they're gone from right. eight till six. And that's if, you know, they, I mean, and then they're, they've got other stuff at night usually. And so my kids are gone a lot. And now all of a sudden they're not gone. Like we are, yeah. and I'm working from home. I'm the same as you. I'm, I'm not, I mean, we, everything that I'm doing, I'm doing it from home and everything uh -huh. they're doing, they're doing from home. And uh -huh. you're so, the word weighted is really, because even, even if it's not stressful or even if I love my children and even if we have great relationships, the truth is they're looking at me wondering what's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. And I'm like, that's tiring, you know, like even like, Oh my gosh, I got to think about that again, you know, and it's well, just and different. Needing a break, needing a break is not, it's not the opposite of love. It's self-love. And mm -hmm. we can only love those in our life and nurture those that are in our lives by nurturing yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you try to give something from an empty tank, you don't have anything. The car mm -hmm. won't go. 
It won't roll. Mm -hmm. And so really and truly, if you start looking at self-care as being self, a part of selflessness, mm -hmm. then it is, oh, okay, it's why we eat. Mm -hmm. we, we eat because we need fuel to supply our energy. And as women, we need self-care as our food for energy emotionally and physically. Mm -hmm. You know, we're tired. It's mm -hmm. exhausting because somebody's always there wanting something. It's not for me because it's just Tom and I. Mm -hmm. But I look at my daughters that are, uh, my daughter in Australia has four little kids. And, and I mean, she said, it's like it's a daycare center and it really is. And, and Blair has three kids, Bren has two. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. So if people will really take care of themselves and, and don't feel badly about it, it's a gift. And you're also modeling that for your children, that self-care is an essential part of living abundantly. That's good. That's real good. It's really important especially for moms with littles. I mean, when I was on my walk yesterday, Janice, I literally thought, thank God my children are not six, six and five or seven, seven and six. I mean, the littles right now, the, the, I, and they can't, they can't go out and play with their friends. They can't, I mean, they're home and they're looking at their parents for Oh, that's, that's, that would be challenging for me. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. It is. But it's, it's, so once you get into the habit of doing that, then it becomes second nature for you. Yeah, and it's good. not like you have to set, take a day off, but you could say, Hey, I'm going to go in my room. I'm going to lie on my bed for an hour. And unless somebody is really hurt or the house is, you smell smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock on my door. <laughs> Uh, you want to know it's so funny and I'm interested to like when my when I was growing like I feel like kids these days look to their parents for entertainment when I was little if if I went to my mom and had some sort of expectation for her to entertain me she would have looked at me like <laughs> I had three heads she would be like get outside I mean my mom used to be like bye shut the door lock it like I was outside for hours playing <laughs> like my <mom>. well <laughs> it's just yeah different <laughs> well and it's and it's and it really this at this particular time it's really different because they can't be with their friends yeah and they don't have activities so yeah. it makes it a lot more um, important that they have things to do at home because they do get bored and their yep. their attention span they don't they're not going to want to, for the most part, lie on the couch and read a book for four hours. Yeah, unfortunately not. <laughs> right. And so I also want people to to make sure that they give themselves permission to be annoyed. Mm, you know, that's, that's not being a bad mom. You know, mm -hmm. I, I prefer that you don't hit them. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, right. but it's not a bad mom to be able to say, okay, everybody, I'm going crazy, so I need a break. Yeah. And that's just you being human. Absolutely. When I was little and I used to say to my mom, I, I, I probably only said this two times because after she said this, I it, it, like, I was like, well, I'm done saying that. I would go into her room. I'd be like, mom, I'm bored. And she would say to me, well, Tova, 
You want to know something? Boring people get bored. Figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, dang it. I don't want to be a boring person. (laughs) Well, you're not. I'm going to go figure it out. (laughs) Funny. So I've been thinking a lot about, um, about people who are like before before this ever started, before COVID ever became part of, of our world, how, how it's stressful on, you know, in good times, if you are in a relationship where you're struggling or you're in a marriage where you're struggling and things aren't going well, you're not communicating, you're not having sex, you're not happy. Um, and, but you know, when, when, when COVID isn't here, you can, you can, you can mask it. You can hide, right? There's a lot of things to hide behind, whether it's your children or activities or work or friends. Um, but with everybody home, I, I have thought so much about people who have, are in stressful or unhappy relationships or marriages how are you counseling people who are dealing with that, Janice? Well, I am telling, I am suggesting to people that they not make any final decisions about being in an unhappy marriage right now because there's just too much anxiety in the world. And Mm. I think that everybody's um, sensory intake is elevated. And Mm -hmm. so their sensory output will be elevated as well, typically. Mm. So I think that that's, a, I think that's a very important thing. I, I don't, I, you know, we did, I think we did talk about this too, uh, that I don't want, I suggest that people not move or sell their house or maybe even quit their job right now because it, you may have a different perspective. But I do think that it is the opportunity for couples to try to do something a little bit differently and and look at their partner from a different perspective even if you are not happy in your marriage and yet you're watching your partner be a different sort of a dad maybe because they're home and the kids are at home then you can you can focus on that Mm. you know we are only as happy as our next right thought And Mm. so as we look at somebody, even if you decide, you know, this is not the person that I'm necessarily going to spend the rest of my life with. I don't know right now, but, but I'm thinking that then you can start to look at that person from a different perspective. If even being, he's a great dad, he's working really hard and put words to that. Mm. The moment you say to that person, Hey, I just want you to know, since I've been home, I notice how much time you spend on the phone with your clients, and I just appreciate that. That's got to be difficult. Or for somebody to say to their wife, you know, I appreciate how much you do for the kids and how much you're doing for the family. Because the gratitude element will help your restless soul, so to speak. Mm. And I think that that is is absolutely imperative during this time period also for you to say to those teenage kids you know how much you're enjoying having them there and you realize that it's not going to be long that they're going to be gone and you're grateful for this experience and that will help the whole environment so you know we are 
I mean, the only thing that, that keeps us from our next great experience is fear. And so when at this time, as we lean into some of those fears that we're experiencing, whether it's fear of my marriage ending or fear of my children going to college or fear of my, my work experience and having to make a change there, as we push through that and step into focusing on what's really working, Man, I'm grateful that the sun's shining today. Man, I'm grateful that my partner does work so hard, even though I might not like him so much. You know, you can mm -hmm. you look at that perspective and it will reframe things for you right now, because right now it is a terrible time to make, in my opinion, to make massive changes unless it is a, a massive change in you, mm. which means, you know what? I'm going to try to sit this thing out. I'm going to focus on gratitude. I'm going to make sure that my partner knows how much I appreciate him or her. And I'm going to put words to this, or maybe I'll write them a love note, or maybe I'll just sit down and make a list. Mm. I've done this for years is, is whenever I get frustrated with Tom and I start with the letter A and come up with things that I'm grateful for. And I'll go through the alphabet. And by the time I get to like L, I'm like, God, this dude is rocks. You know? <laughs> so you come up with things because there really will be a shift. When there's a shift in the brain, there's a shift in the heart. Mm. And that will help you as you push through this most difficult time and make sure that you're really containing your own emotional responses. You know, abuse is verbal abuse, silence, passive aggressive behaviors, rolling of the eyes. All of those things are going to feed negative energy into your house and that's going to make it tougher for everybody. Mm -hmm. So true. I, think that that advice is so simple and yet so good. And you know what I bet, Janice? I bet people who are even in good marriages and good relationships heard that and thought, God, I need to do that. You know, I need to be better at that. There's so, so often, even, even as, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's a parent relationship or a one-on-one -one relationship, like even a friendship, you know, I will... I will think, I mean, I, I saw my friend Amy today. I was, she was walking past my house and I was coming inside and she's just so joyful and so beautiful inside and out and so kind and so happy. And uh, just seeing her put the biggest smile on my face and she walked away and I was, uh, thinking about her when I got in the house, like, gosh, she's just, she, that, Amy is amazing and I love Amy and thinking about all the reasons I love Amy. And then I thought, I'm going to tell Amy how much I love her. Oh, and that's so nice to her. And I texted her, you know, I just want you to know, like that, that was I, you know, what I think. I just, I just texted her what I, what I, all the thoughts that I had, but it's like, we don't do that enough. You know, we know. don't do that enough. And the busier we are, the less we do it. Even, and I think I shared this last week, even, or maybe I was thinking about it, but I, even my kids, they were, they were sitting around the table doing schoolwork and I just walked over and hugged all of them. I was like, I just love you here. You know, and yeah. I just love you here. And, and those are just things that on, I usually 
don't do, you know, and I don't get to do. And when are they all sitting around my table anyway, for any reason, you know? Yeah. You know, when my kids were, when I was single and, and all of my girls were at home, there were a lot of times at dinner, one of the things that I would do, and we, we always did it at Thanksgiving and we still do it when there are a million people and my ex and my husband's ex. And we have this very modern family that gets together for holidays and we would go around the table and say, you know, just tell somebody how much we like them. Mm -hmm. And like we would start with, let's say, Bren, and then everybody would say something that was really positive about Bren. And they would be like, oh, mom, no, that's so stupid. Let's don't do that. And I'm like, nope, you don't get your food until we do it. And, and, but they liked it of because course. How, how we don't take the time to put words to the good. Yeah. Gosh, I appreciate how much you, how well you clean up your room. Or I love to tell my children, wow, you are such a good mom. It's so fun to watch how mm -hmm. watch you with your kids. I mean, just thinking of things, there's, you know, the guy at the grocery store, you can mm -hmm. say, man, your you your smile is so kind. Mm -hmm. You know, there are just a lot of things, and and you know, it, it's pretty cheesy, but what it will do is it will transform the brain, mm. because what happens is when we're in that positive state of mind, we release dopamine, serotonin, mm -hmm. all sorts of neurotransmitters, which lift our mood. And guess what else? Our immune system. Wow. So it's not a selfless position. Mm -hmm. It's not a do-gooder position. Uh, position. When I do it, it is that I I really am doing that for me. Yeah. Yes, I do want people to feel better, but I feel better. Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, that one. I think. I think that one simple thing. Looking at looking at the people that you're with and, and the people that you live with, with gratitude, looking at them through a different lens from a different perspective. And, you know, the, the relationship might be stressful for a lot of reasons. Um, but finding the good is, I mean, it's so sounds so simple. And like you said, it can even sound a little cheesy, but Gosh, it's not. I mean, think about how much you love when somebody tells you, tells you, like takes the time to tell you what they think about you or how they feel about you or what they mean to you. I mean, it, it means the words of affirmation are huge to me anyway. They're huge. Yes. But I think they're huge to everybody. I mean, who doesn't do love to hear the, like something positive and, and uplifting, especially right now. I mean, I know a lot of people who even one of my very best friends who's so positive and so happy. I saw her yesterday and she talked about how she's just been struggling lately. You know, it's just been like, it's just been psychologically. This has, this has been challenging for her and she's finding herself feeling down more often right. than she ever well, has before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to, I'm not, I know that I don't want to come across as being like, you know, let go of the negative. Don't ever feel sad. Don't ever feel struggle. 
Don't right. ever feel scared. Sure. You know, that that's human. Sure. But it's but we can have both of those in the same space. I mm-hmm. I firmly believe that. And the gratitude and the recognition of the positive aspects of this whole thing can help us. It's not going to take away the the sadness and the heavy heartedness that we have because so many people have lost family members and that and that is a really true grief and in the same space is the fact that you have gotten to spend this time with your three three children Mm -hmm. that I mean when before have you had this much time with them except when you very first adopted them right when they were little I mean this is little truly so special and I do I mean yesterday we were doing a puzzle three teenagers doing a puzzle (laughs) you know Saturday night oh my gosh Saturday night Carter and I spent five hours cleaning his drawers his closet his shoes (laughs) and we had the music pumping I had a glass of wine he was like, mom, this is so much fun. I'm having so much fun with you. And I was like, this is so, and I said, and Carter, it is a Saturday night. Like when on what, in what world would you ever be hanging out with me on a Saturday night cleaning out your closet? (laughs) And he was like, I mean, he probably, he probably said four or five times, mom, this is so fun. Thank you so much. This is so much fun, mom. I had so much fun with you. I mean, those are like the little, there are blessings. And I mean, I know we keep talking about that, but it is just, I do not take this time for granted. And I believe so much, and I've said it before, that there are parts of this that we're really going to miss. I mean, we said Uh in our podcast last week how, I mean, I think we're all dying. And I got such feedback about this and so true uh, to say no. You know, a lot of times we want to say no, but we end up saying yes. And right now we're, we all have to say no. And it, I mean, we're all rested. I I don't have to wash my hair every single day, you know, we're, we're all getting a lot, you were getting outside more. I mean, I know that's true. Every time I go on a walk, I see people, you know, people have come out of the woodwork in my neighborhood. I don't know. It's just, it's, it, we've, we are doing things that I think will have a lasting impact. I really believe that. I do too. Well, and I think that that's the gift in it that is that we, the recognition of some things that because we were so busy and because we were in our cars driving around or going somewhere, we haven't had the opportunity to even realize. And I think that that's the goodness of the universe that is, that makes it all good, even in the midst of the disruption and the pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about, what about parents who are really struggling? Like I, I mean, my sister, and this is, yeah, this is, this is not typical. This is not what everybody's dealing with, but she has an autistic son and, you know, change is hard for him and not having a routine is hard for him. And I know that's the case, even with kids who don't have autism, you know, just having, having, uh, what, what if you're a parent or, or a, a defiant teenager, you know, all of a sudden, like there they are again and they're not sweethearts. Like how, 
What advice are you giving parents right now about how to cope with with a relationship with a child that may not be ideal right now? Well, I think if you're talking about a child that has autism or or something like that, some sort of developmental issue then or emotional issue, then I think you do want to try to create a new routine that it will be as similar to their old routine as you can possibly make it. Mm-hmm. I think that the being outside with those kids when the weather is warm enough mm-hmm. is really helpful. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that the, 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 frustration that a lot of people are having or a lot of children are having will ease when you're outside. I mean, just going outside and walking around the block with them and looking at the trees and trying to spot birds or play I spy with colors or something like that, that will kind of settle them. And I think with the defiance, you know, I think you just talk about it Mm. is you say, look, I know this is so hard for you. This is, as a teenager, it's got to be driving you crazy. What could I do to make that better for mm. you? That's great. What, do you have any suggestions? You know, so that you're putting it out there and you're talking about it and just understand it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They, it's, you're going to have some emotional outbreaks and there's probably some people that are having it within their marriages. And you know, understand that you are human and you are going to have some frustration. And if you, if you raise your voice or if you say something that you want to make amends for, then you go in and own it. I'm sorry. I know I lost my temper. I think I'm just kind of going a little stir crazy and then make sure that you get outside. There's something really magical about being in the outdoors. It's so true. Because the, the energy in the house is going to change because there's no confinement of energy. Mm-hmm. In the house, the energy's in there. Mm-hmm. So when you go outside, it, it's, a, it's a breath of fresh air, even though the pollen has been brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's you know, such good. I think, I think the reminder that it's okay. To, you know, when I was, I was talking with one of my friends the other day, we, we're doing these walk and talks, I'm sure like everybody is, but... That's how I catch up with my friends. We we plan walks at the same time. And so we were chit-chatting. She said that her son was like, Mom, you're being really passive-aggressive today. And she, <laughs> I was like, I'm impressed that he even knows what that means. Me too. <laughs> and she was like, I am. He's like so passive-aggressive. Like you're trying really hard to not be in a bad mood, but you're in the worst mood. And like, I'm over it. And she was like, you know what? You're right. Like I'm having a terrible parenting day and I just want you to know how sorry I am. I was like, that is like that just owning, owning that you're having a terrible parent day, parenting day. Like you're not going to get it right every day. You're not going to be perfect every day. You're not going to be Pollyanna, you're not going to have 10 art projects. It's not going to be perfect, you know, (laughs) and you're going to be cranky. And I mean, it's, and then just owning that and saying you're sorry is so huge. So huge. That's enough to make it better. Yeah. And you're also giving that person permission to be human too. Mm -hmm. That's the best. I remember when my kids were, were in high school, I, really, I guess I had this unrealistic expectation that they would 
really value my input all the time. <laughs> and so when I don't I mean to laugh. It's just I have two teenagers. <laughs> and when they I started, just didn't. Right. And I, and I guess I, ha- I had really did kind of have an expectation that they might say, oh, mom, my gosh, you are so wise. <laughs> How Thank <am> I- <laughs> you. You know, and it just never happened. And so it, there were a lot of times when I was really frustrated with them and they were just being teenagers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If somebody brings an adolescent in my office and says, this is the perfect kid, I never have problems with them, I'm going to be worried because that's, their brain is developing to the point that they are, they are transitioning into being who they are and not who we've told them to be. Mm. And so you just have to accept it because that's part of the process informing their own self-concept to push against the the ideas and values to a certain extent of the home. Yes. They have to examine them and decide if that's theirs. Yes. You know what? You told me that uh, one day in counseling and because you know, my kids can challenge me and I'm like, you know, at, I was like, you don't challenge me. Like, I'm right. You're wrong. You know, and you were like, whoa, 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 whoa. And that whole thought process that you just shared right there really changed my outlook and my parenting. And it's not number one, it's not personal. Number two, it's healthy. That's what they should be doing. You know, right. It's right. That means you're creating space for them to to do that, which is a healthy thing for a teenager to do. Um, which I didn't I didn't believe that. I mean, when I was growing up, it was my parent my it was my my mom was right. I was wrong. Oh yeah. And there yeah. was one way and and anything else was quote unquote disrespectful. Like, yes. And, and, but what you have taught me is it's, it's not disrespectful for them to have a different perspective. And even now, if I sit down and talk to my kids about what I observe or what I see or what I, I experience, I ask them to give feedback about that. And, uh-huh. and instead of, so good. well, you, you taught me that because before it was like, I'm right, you're wrong. And and that that dynamic alone really changed my relationship with my children. Yeah. Um, because, and and you know what I have to say is a lot of times they're right and I'm wrong. <laughs> right. I just I am just taking the time to understand it. Whereas before, I didn't I didn't even care or want to know what their perspective was because in my mind I was right and they were wrong. But yeah, you know they they are they're people and they're smart and they have perspectives that are worth paying attention to. Well, and we want them to we want them to know who they are, mm-hmm. and that's going to give them that ability to stand firmly in their value system. And their value system may be different from yours yeah. or mine, and. You know, my generation of women did a, we, we were way too enmeshed with our children, mm-hmm. I think. And then generations before also to where parents would try to tell their adult children what to do. Mm-hmm. And if you are a parent that have adult children, really what your children do is none of, the, none of your business. 
And it doesn't mean that you don't care, but I don't tell my adult children what to do. I don't tell them what not to do. I may have an opinion, but I will ask for permission before I give them my opinion. And sometimes they say, no, thanks, Mm -hmm. you know, because they have to live their lives. There's a saying, live and let live that I've said before. And I got to live my life and I've got to live. They, they, my children live their lives. And one of the, one of the listeners that has um, listened to your podcast is a friend of Blair's. And she told Blair, she said, tell your mom, it'd be cool for y'all to do a, a workshop with, women and their moms Mm -hmm. and talk about that relationship because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of women who are my age and their adult children are making decisions that they might not like and they get in the big fat middle of it Mm -hmm. and it causes a ton of conflict Mm -hmm. so knowing a really healthy boundary around that what is my business you know when your kids are at home and they're on your payroll Yes, you have some input. You mm-hmm. definitely do. Sure. But once they get off the payroll, that's kind of my barometer around that. If I was going to ask you, when does that end? Yeah, I think, I think it's when they um, when they either graduate from college and they're if you're paying for their college and they're off your payroll, then mm-hmm. then yeah, it's it's uh, it's over then. Now, if my children had decided not to go to college. Uh, then I, I, I said, I told him, I said, look, you don't have to go to college, but if you choose not to, the day you graduate, your keys, your car and your phone and your credit card go in my purse. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're mine. Because <laughs> they're actually mine, not yours. <laughs> I joke but, about yeah. that with my kids all the time. I'm like, Carter, uh-huh, can you move works. my car when his car is parked behind mine? I'm like, Carter, can yeah, you please exactly. move my car? He's like, yeah. you mean my car? I meant no, my car. Can you please drive my car, you know, move my car so I can get my other car (laughs) out? (laughs) Yeah. So I think that that's important because we want to, when, when families get too enmeshed in their business and other people start owning what their children are doing or not doing, Mm -hmm. it gets so messy because then Mm -hmm. we're going to be out of control at trying to be in control. And it's, and adults don't like to be controlled. Teenagers don't like it either, but there's a certain amount that they, you know, they have to abide by certain standards in the house. Sure. But, but as adults, we want to keep ourselves firmly separate and doesn't mean you don't love, but you don't control. Mm. You know what you, you have taught me so much about that. And I, I think that even as I mean, when I, when my children were little and you know this and, and I mean, I didn't know, nobody knows what they're doing, but I mean, these three kids showed up on my porch, they were six, six and five. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was just overnight. I became a mom of these three children and I, I had, I didn't know I was afraid, but I was afraid and I, I needed them to do good and be good and turn out good. And because in my mind, and I didn't, I had never put words to it, but it was so obvious by the way that I parented, they were such a reflection of me. Uh-huh. And, and mm-hmm. I was totally enmeshed in them. And it wasn't until I was getting divorced where 
I realized that so much of who Tovacito was was wrapped up in uh, in perception, right? What did people see? Mm-hmm. I I didn't know how bad I needed them to see the perfect wife, the perfect mom, the perfect children, mm-hmm. the perfect picture. And then when all of that blew up and I realized that control really was, control of all of these things was such a facade because I wasn't in control of any of it. And Yeah, it it's an illusion for sure. Totally, totally an illusion. It it awakened me to, to this like admission, like, oh my gosh, like I have been so enmeshed. I was, I had it in my marriage. I had it with my children. It all had to look perfect, be perfect. Um, and I mean, I, we all had to play roles and when people weren't playing their role, right. I was that I was sensing or feeling like I was losing control, which made me crazy, you know, and I going through going through my divorce and recognizing that I'm not in control, that these children are God's, not mine. Mm -hmm. And and that I wasn't my marriage and I'm not I'm not my daughter's dance performance and I'm not Carter's baseball pitch and I'm not Georgie's, you know, home run hit. I'm not, I'm none of those things, uh, really came so much freedom comes with letting that, letting all that go. And I hope that makes sense. It makes so much sense. And it's, it's putting down those pom-poms. You know, I ran for cheerleader for 42 years and once I let, (laughs) Set those pom poms down. Now, don't get me wrong. I can still do the fight song, Coronado High School fight song, and I can still do two bits. So, but four bits. I'm I'm not on a ballot, and trust, and I have no plans to ever run for office for anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, there's such relief in that because then we let go and we let God, and there, and that's the thing that I that helps if I had to let go and had to let to nothingness, that would be really difficult for me, but I don't know what's best for my children. I don't, I don't, I barely know what's best for me. (laughs) And so I let go and let God, and then I just like lean into it. And then I just wait and see, huh? Wonder how this is going to turn out. It doesn't mean I don't care, but when it's with, when it's, you know, beyond my T-Rex hands, (laughs) <laughs> that which is my reach. I love the saying, hope is hands off people everywhere. Mm. And learning to let go mm. of that relieves us and it re- lets go of them and they'll like us better. <laughs> oh my gosh. That it complete. you are a thousand percent right. I mean, it has changed the dynamic of, I mean, my kids and I kind of laugh now. Like, remember what a freak mom you used to be? Like, remember, <laughs> when, you, too. remember when you used to try to control everything? Remember when you used to da, 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 and And you know what is so beautiful about it, Janice, is now, I mean, of course I give them direction and you know, sure. discipline and all that stuff. But, but what I get to do the most with my kids right now is just love them. Uh-huh. Like, I just, and just loving them without all of the control and expectations. There is such 
freedom in that. And their the relationship changes, their behavior changes, the trust changes, the dynamic changes. And, and you know what? Same in all, it, it's not just parent child. That's what the same with all of our relationships. It is. Yes. When we let go of control and just like love and love well, it changes everything because we're not in control and we can't change people. The only thing that we can do is change ourselves and, and control ourselves. Well, and you know, really trying to control another adult or trying to change another adult is abuse. Mm -hmm. You taught me that. And I hated hearing that because I've tried to control <laughs> lots of people and change <laughs> lots and lots of people. I love, I love when I've come to you and I'm like, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not trying to change him. And you're like, yeah, you are. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I pay you the big bucks. They would be so much better if they would just let me be their boss. Totally. <laughs> Do you know what an amazing human would be if you listened and did every single thing I said? <laughs> oh, we're so funny. <laughs> well, you gave us some real good nuggets today, Janice. And uh, I mean, I just feel like, I mean, we're already at an hour and we just got to the tip of the iceberg, but um, one thing that I want to say, uh, I just felt like I, I feel like I need to say it as I know a lot of, cause you said abuse. Uh, I know, you know, we've said, you know, this isn't the time to make big moves. This isn't the time to da da da. But I know that there are a lot of people who are in abusive relationships, uh, whether it's verbal, physical, um, and, emotional uh, emotional sexual yes yes and there are exceptions to to that advice and absolutely Tove. i'm so glad that you brought that up yes. yes if you are being abused and you are ready to get out if you're being physically abused get out get and out and yes i totally agree get out. seek some help yes and 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 I mean, I know that there's a lot of, I've read in the paper, I know you have too, we've talked about it, how abuse with children has gone up. And I, it, that just about kills me. I mean, I think about people who are in abusive relationships and in abusive homes and right now what that must feel like. And whatever, if you sense it with, a friend or in another relationship or you're experiencing it yourself, like talk, talk to somebody, reach out, get help, get out. I mean, that abuse is never okay. And never. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Yes. And that it's always time to go. Yeah. If, if that's yeah. the case. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. It that's is. So true. It yeah. Is. So I love you. I thank you. I love you too. And I'm so grateful for this time together. And um, I know it's going to, you gave us lots of little nuggets to think about. I'm, I, I have lots of little nuggets I'm going to go home with today. So thank you. Thank you, well, Janice. As you did me. Thank you, guys. Go Thanks, to Janice. Kevin. Thank you. Go to Be The Remedies to sign up today. Yes. It's going <laughs> to be so much fun. Always, always. Thank you, Janice. Bye, Tova. Thank you.